six-pack double feature presents Pick 6, where the guys round out a top five list with one extra. Horror, sci-fi, crappy sequels, all the titles you know and love. Plus beer. Tell us your picks, guys. I watch old stuff. Who played the Indian guy in Short Circuit? Oh, God, Stephen. Is it Stephen Fisher's? Stephen Fisher Stevens. Fisher Stevens. I do have the name backwards. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that was incredibly insensitive, too. <laughs> Oh, shit. Welcome to it, gang. It's pick six. I'm Uh, not Nathan. And I am not Travis. Today, what are we doing? Uh, We're going to do high school movies. I was going to go with a whole scenario where, like, today our dad is about to lose his hotel company, and we... (laughs) We need to go through grade school from kindergarten In order to to prove to dad that we can take over the hotel company, we have to go back to school. Back to school. To prove to dad that I'm not a fool. I got my lunch packed up, my boots tied tight. I hope I don't get in a fight. Oh, back to school. I shouldn't know that as well as I do, but I do. We're doing high school movies today. Not K through 12 movies. (laughs) Billy passed the third grade. You had a party every two weeks, yeah, right? Every two weeks. <laughs> Something I was supposed to do today. Have five daiquiris? No, no I, I did, did that. that. <laughs> Hopefully none of my movies are pieces of shit. I'm not doing that one either. Ah, damn it. It's got to be natural. Oh, I know you're right. Um, you're they have no idea why I said I'm not doing that one either. Because yeah, they yep, might. Going through and trying to pick high school movies for me was... What, you just assume you get to go first? No, it was just difficult. It All was right. difficult for me to... I mean, you get to go first, but... Did I win the coin toss? Coin toss? Coin toss. I just put down here, it's difficult for me on many levels because, A, I haven't been in high school in over 25 years, and I wasn't drawn to a lot of the movies for the past 25 years that involve high school usually so it's a harder list because i didn't want to do i didn't want to do ferris bueller i didn't want to do breakfast club i wanted to do different ones you know and so yeah there's also seemed to be a giant influx of high school movies that were dropped in the early 2000s where i definitely didn't give two shits about wanting to see as well i was just out of high school in the early 2000s you're like i don't want to go back yeah i didn't give up (laughs) yeah but i'm gonna start out strong because i'm gonna go with Easily my top two favorite high school movies, and go with five and six. I, 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 I figure I, I thought we were. I here. thought we were going to cross over until you said you didn't want to go with a couple of these that I might have put on my list. Okay, so my What's your number six. Hey, Olive. You uh, you went for grass slipper to party the other night. Yeah, and I got pumpkin all over my dress too. Say, lovey. Lovey. Nice, mm. solid joke. <laughs> Wow. Sucks, because we could have revisited Melody's bedroom. Oh, my God. That was Melody Bostick's house. I can't believe you remember that. Well, yeah, come on. Who doesn't remember their first almost kiss? Hey, Olive. Evan. Hey, what's rocking? Can I talk to you for a second? Yeah, what's up? Don't get mad, but uh, Brandon told me what you did for him. Oh, well, rest assured it was equally as thrilling for me. No, he told me the truth. I was just hoping that maybe you could do the same for me. Goodbye, Evan. Wait, wait, I-, I can pay you. I'm about six seconds away from slapping you so hard, your teeth will bleed. Can you do it in front of everyone? Do- mm. I don't need your permission, you know. What? I mean, at, at the, the rate you're going, I, I just don't see how people will not believe it. Are you threatening me? I'll give you a hundred bucks. You are repugnant. Uh, duh. That's the problem. Never mind. Uh, Sorry I asked. I knew it wouldn't work. Just a fat piece of shit. When will high school end already? I want a $100 gift card deposited into my locker by noon tomorrow. Preferably to the Gap, but I will also take Amazon.com or Office Max. Actually, make it Office Max. I have my eye on a label maker. We did not have sex. 
okay? I let you fall on my chest, and it was a glorious moment for you, unmasked by anything you've heretofore experienced, including cake. Got it? Wait a minute. A hundred bucks for second base? Yeah, yeah. Doesn't that seem a little steep? Can we throw in, like, a, some butt action or some pants rubbing? What are you, nine? Whatever. Are you in? Whatever. Deal, then. Thanks, Olive. Yeah, the sad thing is, Evan, if you'd been a gentleman, maybe asked me on a date, I might have said yes. Really? Do you want to go out with me? Not now I don't, shit, Dick. <laughs> That's Emma Stone, right? Yeah. I know her voice. I don't know the movie. You don't know the movie, which means it's not on your list. That one's... I, I don't think so. Easy A. I've never even heard of that. Emma Stone. Wow. No? No. All right. Smart, funny, charming, and gorgeous Emma Stone plays all of a nice girl who ends up with a bad reputation for being easy, all because she couldn't tell her supposed best friend the truth. And because of an eavesdropper with loose lips located in the bathroom stall. So basically, everyone thinks that she's easy. She's a whore. Correct. And she goes with it to help out other friends initially, and then it turns into other students that are going to school with her as well. Easy A. Is that like a weird, modern, it's a, very watered-down scarlet letter? Well, yeah, but they're also, they also talk about it. It's not a... It's not a purposeful play or it's purposeful it's it's obvious they actually talk about scarlet letter okay in school okay. in this movie she just decides to what go year? for it what year 2010 she decides to go for it once everyone thinks she's a slut but helping out a friend who's gay but is tired of the constant bullying helps him out gives the impression that they've had sex at a party um the film is very witty it plays homage to a lot of the classic Tropes. 80s Things. It plays to the tropes, okay. but it kind of throws it on its head. Um, it's hilarious. It's heart. It's heartfelt. Um, most of that comes from Emma Stone's stol- uh, solid performance, um, along with a great supporting cast. Her parents are really fun. Stanley Tucci and Patricia oh. Clarkson play her parents. Who's? I who's, can't believe you haven't seen this. I should have brought it. Who's so you Patricia can watch Clarkson? What have uh, I seen her in? I know Stanley Tucci. I can't think of anything off the top of my head right now. If you see her face, you've probably seen I'm sure, her in yeah. a dozen things. I would have brought this so you could have watched it because I swear I thought this was going to be on your list. Because of Emma Stone? Yeah. Yeah, no. I've never seen Oh, I've, you'd like it. I think you'd you'd enjoy it quite a bit. Emma Stone's in it, yeah. Yeah, that's, I figured that's why you had most likely seen it. So, yeah, my number six is Easy A from 2010. <laughs> A movie that Travis has not seen that I could have sworn. I, not only have I not would... seen it, I don't think I've ever heard of it. Oh, okay. If I have, it's I, I, it's so 2010, good. I was working at Best Buy, so I probably have heard of it. I just All right. blocked it. All right. Well, my number six is also, well, she's not witty in the movie, but it, uh, my number six is Clueless. I did not go there. I thought about it, but chose not to. That's good. Penelope, That's a good pick. Penelope Spheris. It was mm-hmm. Amy Heckerling. I don't know. I know you're talking about. It was one of those two. I remember the the summer Clueless came out. I was 15. Nope, I was 14. About to be 15. Freshman in high school. And the commercials would come on for the movie, and I would just stare blankly at the screen. Did you have MTV at that time? No. Maybe. Maybe yes, maybe no. I can't remember if this was before or after. I think this was after Aerosmith. Oh, that video. Oh, God. I would stare at the TV like a lovesick puppy dog at alicia silverstone and it was like no high school i went to mm-hmm. like i don't know what it was like to be a cool kid by any means but that her high school was full of cool kids yeah this movie was on my potpourri list that we did that one time and i love this movie it's 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 fun. it kind of looks like where not where i went to high school but the imagery of the people that i went to high school with it was that grunge era this is where we're gonna dress now flannel I made my mom take me to see it. Oh wow! Okay, and my mom took me to see it. And there was a my mom laughed at one line in it, which was when um, Brecken Meyer's character talked about how he made fun of the Rolling Stones the way his kids would make fun of Nine Inch Nails. And my mom hit me with her elbow. Was like, "Yeah, it's gonna happen, fucker." <laughs> Jokes on her, not having kids. <laughs> <laughs> hey. And I would rather go see the Stones than Nine Inch Nails now. Yeah, Clueless. It was just like a. A fun, 
got it, was, it was an excuse for me to see Alicia Silverstone. Yeah, really is what it was. And you forget that Paul Rudd is in it too because he's no, I know. don't because I fucking love Paul. Rudd. No, in that but movie. you initially no. I forget that Paul Rudd is in it and how young he is too. But God, yeah, he's Paul, so young. Yeah, I've, he has one of my favorite lines that we uh, well, we talked about it at a job where we used to work. I don't think we should mention the the place. The, no, the place is fine. It was G squared wireless. Oh, I thought <laughs> Heather and Diane love you too. Great. I thought you were going with the different uh, place we used to work at. <laughs> Best Buy. I already mentioned that too. Uh, I just don't, shouldn't mention supervisor. But we would talk about the the ring a ding kid, <laughs> the uh, the Paul Rudd joke. What's, yes. what's the matter? Didn't, didn't want to make a night of it with a ring-a-ding kid? <laughs> <laughs> Mighty Mighty Boss Tones are in it. It's a little like they didn't get dangerous with the music. But they almost did. They had the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. This, my favorite, one of my favorite scenes is when they accidentally get on the freeway when they're driving. <laughs> Baby, you don't know how to drive for shit. Yeah. And then they're all screaming, <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Getting on the freeway once you have your driver's license is scary as shit. Is the freeway worse? Than the interstate. It's, it's, there's more, usually depending on where, there's more lanes, but it's just the volume of cars. Right. I think if I'd grown up here and you get on the interstate, it would it's be the, same, the same reaction. Okay. The interstate was 30 minutes away. So <laughs> I'm not shitting no. you. The interstate was 30 minutes away. <laughs> Before or after that bend? Uh, <laughs> Before and after. <laughs> One was at the top of the state. One was at the bottom of the state. Yes. <laughs> one was one was south and one was west. Yeah, right. God damn, uh, clueless. That's my number six. What's your number five? My number five was the one that I thought you were going to pick, which is the Breakfast Club. Okay, no, uh, I skipped. I, I avoided because we've talked about. I it. we've talked about it before. I think I used it for. Um, Eating the food scenes, uh, sitting down oh, having a okay. meal or whatever. I forget what I used it for. Soundtracks. We, um, you may have used it for soundtracks. I know you used it for the Chicago movie that oh, no one has heard it yet. Chicago movies. That may or may not be in this season. We don't know yet. We recorded it. Whoops. When you hear it, maybe two years ago, and we'll talk about outdated things. Sherman High School. Sherman uh, it's <laughs> it Hitting all of the same notes that EZA does, John Hughes... His, I John think Hughes. John his, Hughes invented the high school. movie. He invented dude. the high school movie, and even if he didn't, he reshaped it to be what you wanted it to be for the eighties. Made it real, right? More made it realistic. More. Realistic. I think this is his best film because it's got just the right amount of humor as well as drama. Great um, characters. It's we've said it before. It's like a it's like a stage play. Yeah. Oh, it's pretty much a stage play because you, they're in the library for the for most of the movie. Ninety five percent of the movie. Yeah. Um, high school in general is horrible, but also necessary <laughs> for survival. You know, most people don't look. They don't look back at high school and think those were the best days of my life. High at school least, is um, like a colonoscopy. It's yeah, horrible, but necessary. But necessary. Uh, it's just. High school exaggerates and prolongs all the worst things about the human race, bullying and cliques, uh, parental expectation and, and, and possible like abuse, you know, dealing with um, Bender and, and the stuff with his parents and the possible abuse with other uh, um, other characters in the in the movie. Just how talking about the wrestler fucking with the nerd. Yes, taping that's his right. Ass together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dealing with authority, stereotyping, class struggles, and peer pressure. You know, everything that's there that that you need to that that's it's the worst parts of the human race, but you have to get past it to learn it, it, how it, to it calluses survive. you. It teaches yeah. you to be yeah. You, I think a certain amount of bullying is okay. Bullying uh, in and of itself is not right, but I shouldn't say bullying. I should say fucking with somebody. Right. Like you should learn how to take some shit. Because life it is needs going to be to a you... rite of passage. Yeah, because it's going to happen later in life. Bullying is different. Correct. Taking a little bit of shit, taking some shit from somebody is. is I, I didn't mean that. Bullying is isn't cool. But uh, no, I agree with you. High school is a necessary evil. It is a necessary evil because it's like a microcosm of what life is like. You have to interact in the streets with dozens of other people. And most you... often, if you talk to those that really loved high school, they were usually the pricks. That. I wouldn't call them pricks, but they were definitely they. They had the uh, some of them were pricks. The best, the best years of my life. What when you were fucking fourteen to eighteen you or fifteen at, to you nineteen? Peaked at eighteen. Good you job, got, dude. Yeah, Can, I'm glad for you. 
Uh, I, look I haven't at, begun to peek yet. I'm going to peek all over your face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With this one, I just think that Hughes was able to identify all of these issues, break them down, and also create a really well-constructed film that explains why teenagers were often misunderstood. But so, also to a point, stop fucking whining. That too. Like, life is hard. Yeah, you just have to deal with some shit sometimes. Yeah. But that's part of the whining is that's how teenagers deal with shit. I'm not so far removed from being a teenager that I still don't remember kind of whining. Like, why does it have to be like this? And the thunder rolls. <laughs> uh, no, but, like, why does it have to be like this? Well, because that's just the way it is. It sucks. Deal with it. I play chess. You can have a drinking problem, or you can play Nintendo. Or, or learn how to play checkers. Or jog, <laughs> or, you know. Do what you need to do to get by, but. just Yeah. Uh, that's a good pick. Uh, we've brought the Breakfast Club up a lot on this show. We made. I don't think we need to. We've really, so. we've really exhausted if it. If you want to know what we think about the Breakfast Club, let's go in and examine all of the pick sixes that we've chosen to uh, list. Uh, my number five qualifies, I think, as two movies. Or, or qualifies in two, at least two categories. High school movie, I think, yes, because that's why I'm talking about it. Um, sleeper cult hit. Can you guess? No. I hated this movie at first. I think a lot of people hated this movie at first, but after a good campaign, we all wanted to vote for Pedro. Oh, Napoleon Dynamite. Yes, sir. I thought about putting that on my list. I chose not to. I'm glad I didn't. That is more like the high school where I went. Napoleon, it's a rural, out in the middle of nowhere farm school. School isn't the focus of the movie, but it's definitely very much highlighted. Yeah, I've picked it for something. Not too... I don't know if it was the eating scene. It was, was that scene when they do... He puts the egg in the tang or whatever and <laughs> the egg sandwiches. <laughs> he drinks... Yeah. I don't know if that was my... But yeah. It's <laughs> I find myself more often than not when I think about this movie, it could be a Tuesday afternoon. It could be at work. And I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm going to watch that tonight. And I will fucking watch it that night. I There's a weird... Comfort in the quirkiness. Yes. Of well, it's Dynamite. the way I look at Napoleon Dynamite. I look at it the same way as I look at the Big Lebowski. That I did not love the Big Lebowski the first time I saw it. I, I love Lebowski, well, but I did it, not love. I hated Napoleon grew, Dynamite. Yeah, the the movie grows on you. Yes, the humor is a a specific flavor that you kind of have to be in the mood for to really get. Yep. But, sort of otherworldly, kind of. God, Tina. Jeez, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Grab my hand. Let me have some of your tots. Other hand. My other hand. My other hand. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> this is another one of those where it's almost almost like everyone cast was handpicked to yes. be. I took – so we compost all of our food scraps right. at the house here. And there was like a bowl of – like a half bowl of some chili or whatever, some veggie chili. And it was in one of those Tupperware bowls. And I poured the rest of the compost in it. Like just not compost, you call your compost Tina. I did no. <laughs> um, so it was like a, a, a like a half gallon bowl or whatever. And I poured some chips and other stuff in it to take out to the compost pit, uh, compost bin. And it was like the bowl that um, when Kip and Uncle Rico are trying to sell uh, <laughs> Tupperware, <laughs> see if you can tear that bowl. And he's like, right, he made the face in the. I can't tear it. <laughs> it, I, it that, that happened this week, and I fucking love this movie. The joke that works so well with that one is not even just that joke. Is the one where he's out on his own and tries to show that you can drive your car over it, and then he breaks it, and then just goes, he's just defeated, and then just drives off like, there's no way I'm getting this fucking sale, you know? But yeah, there, there's that uncomfortable awkwardness that comes with being in high school is it supposed to be in the 80s no i don't it, think so but it feels like it's there's timeless. a bit yeah it well, is that it, timeless. well it, it's it, it, it could be from the 80s on well no because he talks about being online chat with hot babes all day oh yeah so it could be the 90s on yeah but it's definitely timeless but it definitely captures um for me, for a decent part, it captures life in a small farm town. Okay, like where definitely like where I grew up. But it it definitely there's a lot of. Did you store your tots in your cargo pants? I the would. Let me have to see your tots. I would no no. no. And then he punched. God, I would definitely take um, bottles of tea in my backpack and like sneak drinks of bottles of tea. We weren't allowed to. Have, we weren't. Napoleon to have. was also really good with managing the bulliness because he didn't. 
he react to it. He didn't feel the he pain. Didn't, he didn't feel the pain, so he didn't feed off of the misery that was there. Correct. So it, I he wouldn't say he's with, the best way to yeah. deal with it, but he kind of dealt with it in the be, in some ways the best way because you're not by fueling. Living, by living better? Yeah, you don't yeah. fuel the fire. Yeah. You just move on and not let it bother you and i can't speak to that because i wasn't really bullied i was i was fucked with a little bit but i wasn't i wasn't bullied i wasn't really picked on or anything like some of the dirt kids would fuck with me but that's they're still dirt kids and (laughs) i'm not and um (laughs) bet they can't spell podcast so they don't even know that i'm talking about them fuck you You can't spell podcast without dirt fuck you ricky uh (laughs) napoleon dynamite that's my number five you want to go eat a sandwich yeah okay and uh, I guess your number four is election because I saw it on your screen. So play the clip. Hi, Tracy. Who put you up to this? What do you mean? You just woke up this morning and suddenly decided to run for president? No. Um, no, I, I just thought that... Uh, thought what? Well, I was talking to Mr. McAllister about my leg and how I still want to do something for the school. And... So Mr. McAllister asked you to run? Well... Um, I, I talked to him and everything, but he just said that he thought it would be a good idea and how there's all different kinds of fruits. And, um, and well, it's nothing against you, Tracy. I mean, you're the best. Uh, I, I just thought... Um, okay. You're on, Mr. Popular. You might think it upset me that Paul Metzler had decided to run against me, but nothing could be further from the truth. He was no competition for me. It was like apples and oranges. I had to work a little harder, that's all. You see, I believe in the voters. They understand that elections aren't just popularity contests. They know this country was built by people just like me who work very hard and don't have everything handed to them on a silver spoon. Not like some rich kids who everybody likes because their fathers own Metzler cement and give them trucks on their 16th birthday and throw them big parties all the time. No, they don't ever have to work for anything. They think they can just all of a sudden, one day, out of the blue, waltz right in with no qualifications whatsoever and try to take away what other people have worked for very, very hard their entire lives. No, didn't bother me at all. (laughs) Cannot stand her, man. <clears throat> for anything, pretty much? Is there anything that you like that she's in that you're surprised because she's in it? I love that video where she gets pulled over and <laughs> she says to the cop, Don't you, you know, know who, who I, I am? am? I love that because I don't fucking care who you are. <laughs> Bitch. Uh, she was in a movie called Freeway with uh, Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah, that's good. Uh, that's where she dark says, and twisted. She says the most racist thing I've ever heard in my life, and I'm not going to even play the clip, uh, <clears throat> but... It's basically a real Little Red Riding Hood. Free, right. Freeway is. Um, your movie, though, is Election. It is Election that you saw. I didn't see it. I've never you, seen it. No, you saw my clip. You saw my clip. Now, uh, it's it's Reese Witherspoon. 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 It's with Witherspoon at her mouth of Nuttith. Now, she's John Witherspoon's daughter, right? I don't know. John Witherspoon was the dad in Friday. You better put some water on that damn Damn shit. shit. (laughs) I forgot about John Witherspoon. How can you forget about John Witherspoon? Uh, Because I said, I don't know. And if I had remembered who his name was, uh, it's pretty obvious that I would watch. I would watch Election if John Witherspoon Witherspoon was playing Reese Witherspoon's. Yeah, I would too. Okay. So she's playing Tracy Flick, who is at her most obnoxious. And Matthew Broderick is playing an imperfect teacher. Um, And Alexander Payne's darkly satirical political satire you know sure that, sure it, it, what works really well in, in this being a good high school movie is you, you really don't want anyone to win and how dumb just elections are in general for high school like they or in general no, yeah, but they, they serve no purpose <clears throat> in this and <laughs> that's nathan eddie <laughs> Tracy Flick, the overachiever, overqualified, who wants to be class president so much she probably shouldn't mm, be okay. goody two shoes, is who's running unopposed, and a teacher who is just slightly morally corrupt enough to futz with the election. Oh, is he trying to bang her? No. Is there any none of that? that okay. No. Okay. Uh, he just finds her overzealous, annoying, and wants to try to maybe. Kick her, not kick her while she's down, but just take her down a peg or two. Okay. And so because of Teach that. Teach her a so, lesson. 
she he decides to bring in the football star who hurt his leg who's now in a a leg brace and so he can't play anymore so hey why don't you, you ever thought about running uh for student council body president or whatever you know and so it's really fun to see the dynamic of the teacher who doesn't want one of the students to succeed because she's really annoying and needs to be taken down okay. and and so it's it's just it's it's a good little wicked dark comedy where you don't really like any of the characters but you're just intrigued enough to really watch how they all end up. Okay. So that's my number four. My number four uh, is Tootsie in reverse in high school. It's a movie you don't hear about too often. She's all that. 1985's You're Close, uh, Just One of the Guys. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure if I've ever seen that. I may have seen clips. All I remember is the cover because she's got the two football helmets over over her her boobs. boobs. Before you leave today, I'll let you borrow it because I own it on DVD. Because uh, for me, it's a classic uh, 80s. It was one of the last times they were able to do one of these raunchy titty comedies. Right. Um, which you only see boobs like – you see her boobs like like once at the end. Once or – like once at the end. <laughs> but this girl, like toward the end of her it's, – it's an asinine plot. <clears throat> toward the end of her school year, she's trying to – she's a journalism major, right? And she's a senior uh, at the end of her year in high school, and she's turning in her final. And her journalism professor or teacher says that she can't; they won't they won't publish it because she's a woman, basically. So she transfers schools two weeks before graduation and pretends to be a boy. That's stupid. Uh, and then uh, this hapless nerd dude falls in love with her. Okay, but knows her as a guy. So he's having weird, like, is he gay? Whatever. And then he finds out she's a woman. It's very weird. You couldn't get it made today. Uh, it's actually, when you boil it down, it's very wrong. <laughs> it's a very offensive movie. But when you take it at face value of 80s, like I said, it's it just toots- fits in it's, the same realm it's as toots- everything It's else. Tootsie in reverse. She's pretending to be a, uh, a boy so she can get ahead because she's been told because she's a woman. Okay. She can't. But anyway, um, Billy Zabka from Karate Kid right. is in it. And oh, he's, and he's one the, of the two movies that he's been in? Three, maybe? Three. Yeah. <laughs> Four if you count Karate Kid Part 2 in a little bit. He, okay. Anyway, he <laughs> plays a bully at the beginning of it. No, they didn't typecast him at, all, at all, did they? Poor guy. Uh, he gets his at the end. Uh, I can't remember what the kid is from. He but there's crank like, kicked in the there's face? A, no, there's a raunchy younger brother that's obsessed with porn. It's, one, it's like a classic 80s high school movie trope. The parents are just gone for weeks at a time. They're on vacation. or That's awfully convenient. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, that's, that's a lot of tropes. Oh, it's, 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 full, it's, it's, it's trope, trope heavy. heavy. Yeah. Um, and by the end of it, the, little, the horny little brother gets laid. The girl pretending to be a boy comes out to the guy that she's fallen in love with, the nerd that's fallen in love with her as a boy. And it's uh, everything writes itself. Oh, you ruined it all now. I don't want to watch it. But there's Thanks. boobs in it. Oh. Okay. Yeah. You sold me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just one of the guys. That's my number four. What's uh, your number three? My number three is, uh, my number three is American Graffiti. Mm, okay. Uh, I, I kind of put down here, it's, it's like, what do you do? time. What do you do once high school is over? Uh, pretty much the same thing that you did uh, before, which is just cruise the streets on the last night of summer vacation. <laughs> Isn't there a scene in that when Ron Howard and Cindy Williams are at the dance? Yes, because he's graduated, but she still has another year of high school And the left. principal tries to give him detention. And, and he, he goes, forgets that he's graduated. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't go to, yeah, he gives a bunch of lip and then is like, yeah, uh, I, I graduated last year. <laughs> And he's completely forgotten that this guy is no longer a student at high school. In the high what school, what if Ron Howard had played Luke Skywalker? That would have been weird and not good. Yeah, I don't know His where picture, else to go. Ignite his lightsaber, going. All right, Bucko, get over here. I'm a Jedi, Bucko. <laughs> yeah, I, I. That's weird. Um. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Kurt and Steve, played by Richard Dreyfuss and Ron Howard, are headed. Back east to go to college the next day, but the brilliance of the story kind of lies in lies in its simplicity. 
Um, the movie is funny. It's nostalgic. It puts on display teenagers literally reaching kind of the end of the road of their innocence. While some of them still have to go to school, like uh, Charles Martin Smith's character, where they made that. I think they made a, um, a more, sequel with more him American coming graffiti. back. Yeah, coming back from Vietnam, which is I don't know if I've ever seen it, but that's what the plot is for that one. Um, I, it's kind of it's nostalgic in 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 the way that I enjoy watching it because it's very similar to what my parents dealt with and or kind of grew up with music, the look, the times, the cars, and sure. all of that that they grew up with when they graduated high school. And so it kind of has a, it kind of has that, that flavor for me to enjoy going back going, this is kind of what it looked like when they were going to school. But the only downside to the film is while there's like this great soundtrack of all these tons of songs, it's just, you know, end to end, just song after song after song of of fifties and sixties. It's, I put down here, it's stuffed to the gills with oldies, but goodies that almost plays like a time life commercial. (laughs) The American oh, Graffiti Collection from Time Life <laughs> Books. Hey, I'm Bowser from Sha Na Na. <laughs> I'm sure that exists. It, I wouldn't be surprised. It's an infomercial, you know. <laughs> exactly. So American Graffiti, my number three. Uh, you brought that up in? Um, I brought it up with uh, um, Was it vehicles. Vehicles, yeah. okay. Um, speaking of vehicles, <clears throat> um, I always get these two confused uh, by title. I always confuse Christine and Carrie. Uh, Christine is not the one I'm picking, though. That Christine is about a car. Carrie uh, is about a girl. Carrie is about a girl in high school. High school. I considered this one. This is what happens when you bully fucking the wrong person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you've, eventually, you're going to get around to flexing your nuts on somebody that has supernatural powers. John Travolta. Hey, yo! <laughs> William Cat. And you can greatest American hero your way out of a lot of shit, but when you piss this girl off, telekinesis, she is locking the doors and burning this motherfucker down with all you fuckers in it. Yeah, it's it's good. I, it's hard to watch, dude. It is. She's so sweet and so uh, her mom. Everybody in her life gives her shit, dude. Yeah, her, she she has no escape. Correct. There's no place for her. There's no safe place for her to go. And, uh, and even when she does, there's a. Te- like there's a teacher, and even the teacher starts to laugh at her t- at the end of the film. Who directed this? You shut up, <laughs> Ron Howard. <laughs> it's Brian De Palma. I, I hate did. you. I know. I didn't pick it for that reason. Though. I know. I just it occurred to me I, while we were talking. Uh, did, um, it, did it just occur to you? It did. No, it did. Uh, your notes um, are like fuck with Nathan <laughs> on number three pick. <laughs> what did I write? I wrote Jeez. Uh, she uses th- the force to kill every last motherfucker in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Including the teacher. And the only ones who that get the, away. Who was the teacher? Uh I can't remember off the top of my head. I'm thinking that I don't know if she was in I don't know if she was in Halloween or not, but it's the only one that kind of befriends her, but the, even at the end once the pig's blood gets dumped on her um, she starts to laugh too, and so she, I think she gets kind of severed in half with a table that comes down from the ceiling. That's what happens. I think, yeah. Okay. Just I thought I remembered people, that. Yeah. Man. Uh, it's it's been. But a yeah, long she gets abused time. by her over religious mom and Faye Dunaway, right? No, um, Piper Laurie. Yeah, the fact yeah. that I remembered that that quickly is surprising. Um, it's been a day for that. Yeah, Sissy Spacek is really good in that. It's just so sad that it doesn't matter. There's no. There's no safe zone for her. And no it doesn't end well for her at so, all either. No, it doesn't. Other than she chokes her mom from the grave. Yeah. They're all going to laugh at you. <laughs> I didn't know that's what that was from the first time I heard um, Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler's. I came to uh, Carrie later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't grow up with it, so. It was around the same time for me because I knew. It was probably within a couple of years. But yeah, I didn't yeah. Know. I'm like, oh, shit, that's what that's from? Yeah. I forget that Travolta's in it. And I forget the greatest American heroes in it, William Cat, but Carrie. That's my number three. Your number two. My number two is Brick, two thousand and five. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Ryan Johnson's directorial debut. Um, he plays Brennan, a classic loner with a heart of gold, who is trying to find out who killed his ex-girlfriend. Jesus. And 
the the big twist in this movie, other than the obvious and unfortunate murder, is that it plays like a 1940s kind of neo-noir detective story. Oh, okay, okay. And so you have the reluctant hero, the brainy sidekick, informant played by a lunchroom nerd, um, the corrupt bureaucrat played by the high school vice principal. Um, you have the femme fatale disguised as the flirty and popular girl. Um, the heavies are played by jocks and druggies and the low level gangsters are usually played by the goth kids. And so it's my people. Yeah. It it looks and feels like a student film, um, which as a whole, it, it, it really works in its favorite shot in, um, somewhere in Orange County, California. It's very suburban, uh, SoCal, look and feel to it at the high school. It's probably the high school that Ryan Johnson probably went to. If not, it's probably not far from where he grew up. But it's it's kind of like Chinatown where it takes like two or three viewings to get everything that's going on. Like a good noir. It, yeah. It almost ha- – it doesn't almost. It has its own language depending on who's talking and what they're talking about to where you have to figure out what the fuck is he talking about when he says the brick and the this and the that. And you realize he's talking about a brick of drugs, a brick of heroin or cocaine and, right, right. and, and things of that nature that they speak like – they're not living in the same era where they're talking. Like a noir. Right. Like, and, okay, like Jive. <clears throat> but it's brilliant. It's worth a viewing. Is it bright or is it lit like... No, it's it's bright. Okay. So it's not lit like Chinatown or... No. Okay. <clears throat> no, no, no. Um, because the dialogue is so deep, um, it's kind of got its just its own code. And okay. until you break that down, that also... It's not a stumbling block, but it, it makes you go, man, that's good. But I I need to go back and... And watch that again because I'm not sure if I completely understood everything that was going on. Upbeat tone, downbeat, downbeat tone. Okay, yeah, um, it's worth a few viewings, and and once you get it, it just means that much more. But it's just a fun way and a creative way to show off your ability to uh, write and direct really good dialogue and acting in a limited scope of hey, you know what? Let's just set this in high school. And then we can show off how good of a filmmaker you are. We'll do it this way, and you may go places. So Maybe somebody will give me a Star Wars movie. Maybe. Maybe not, though. <laughs> okay, so Brick is your number two. That's my number two. <clears throat> my number two is Super Bad. I almost went there and chose not to. I That's... watched. I rewatched Super Bad a year or two ago, and it does not hold up well. It's. I, it doesn't, it's, it's very much of the time. Doesn't offend it, me, but I can see where it would not. People would call it offensive now. Okay, they call him Faggle, and oh wow, they do don't a they? lot. Yeah, um, it's just about trying to get to a party, trying to get drunk, trying to get laid. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it not how Emma's- hard? They give a hard, yeah. Emma Stone is in this, and how I hard get- they give McLovin? How <laughs> he's he's Fogel. Yes. Yeah, and they call, right. they call him Faggle. Faggle, right. But there's some great scenes in it, too, like when <laughs> uh, Jonah Hill's character runs out onto the soccer field and they're playing soccer and he just, <laughs> get off the field. And he goes, oh, okay, and he kicks the ball, like, <laughs> the opposite <laughs> way. <laughs> it's more about <clears throat> it's more about the last day of school and the mm-hmm. first day of summer uh, before you go off to college kind of thing. Uh, but above that, it's more about just going to a party and trying to get with the chick, get drunk get with the girl laid. that you like, and realize that if you had just been normal and talked to this person rather than trying to get the alcohol and trying to get drunk and trying to do that, that's not always necessary, and you don't realize that at the time. Yeah, you just think this is the only way I'm going to get to this girl is if I do this, but then I'm going to halfway pass out and be- head butter, <laughs> you know, instead. <laughs> Which it was, Fuck. it did make, it, it, it wasn't like any high school I went to either. I wasn't, I wasn't going to a party and getting drunk. I was usually like grounded or watching Texas Chainsaw Massacre at my house or both at the same time. But, um, I could also kind of identify with, uh, Jonah Hill's character, mm-hmm. kind of the fat schlubby kind of with it dude. Right. I guess. I don't know. Uh, and it also gives us, uh, in our house, uh, here, where we live, one of our uh, go-to uh, jokes, which is, okay, I guess I'll just fuck myself then, right? <laughs> what? Where does that 
happen in the. It's the scene where. Um... You got here? No, I'm actually. I just sat down. I'm just getting started. It's delicious, though. Thank you. I'll scuff up myself. Sorry, what? Mahalo. Jonah Hill is trying to get. He's trying to get something to get the liquor, or he's trying to get the liquor, or his beer. Wrong. And they start laughing at him, and he starts to laugh, like, to play it off. And he goes, okay, I guess I'll just fuck myself. <laughs> Wrong. It's actually in the movie Forgetting Sarah Marshall. <laughs> we say that all the time. Is he right? the one that draws the penises on everything, too? Yeah, right? this big, veiny, triumphant bastard. Yes. <laughs> and that's why he didn't like... Um, who was the girl Michael Sarah was after in that movie? Uh, I can't remember her but name. But Jonah Hill's character didn't like her because he was in third grade drawing the cocks on his notebook, and she pointed at it and laughed. He got mm. him in trouble, and everybody made fun of him. And he kind of carried that. And then for they showed. Yeah. And then they showed the cocks, all the cocks at the end of the yes. movie. Ah, uh, it was great. That is funny. There, uh, several parts of that hold up very, very well and are very funny, and several parts of that are a little more in the on the insensitive. Okay. Anyway, super bad. My number two. What's your number? Whatever is next. Uno. Dude, everybody's two strapped in. Just stay with the one strap. I, I can't, I can't, I can't what right now. What are you doing? What are you doing? Don't succumb to the peer pressure. What are you doing? You're supposed to use two straps. One strap is peer no, pressure. No, just no, no, no. Those are goths. Those are nerds. I don't know what they are. What the fuck are those things? I'm so confused right now. Hey, yo. Hey. Is that your car? Yeah. What's that thing get? Ten miles to the gallon? Nah, no, try like seven. <laughs> what about you? Biodiesel dog. It smells like egg rolls. Yeah, it does. Runs on leftover fry oil from Hunan Palace. But we try to ride bikes when we can, global crisis and whatnot. Whatever, man. I don't care about anything. Oh, you don't care about the environment? It's kind of fucked up, man. Hey, hey, will y'all shut the hell up? I'm trying to study. Look at him. He's trying. <laughs> He's actually trying. What a nerd. Look at the nerd. Look at the nerd. Look at him. Look at the nerd. Who you calling the nerd, man? I'm sorry, what? Oh! oh, 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 oh shit, dude. Hey, are you okay, man? Hey, what the hell? Are you serious? Don't turn that gay-ass music off. You punch me because I'm gay? What? No. I... Oh, come on. That's not cool, man. That is really insensitive. I didn't punch him because he's gay. I punched him, and then he's happened to turn out to be gay afterwards. I was gay when you punched me! In a weird way, it might have been homophobic not to punch you just because you were gay. Right. You punched a little gay black kid in the face? It's not even second period. How do you explain that? Mr. Daddy, I'm so sorry about that. I just... Look, guys, I'm gonna relate to you, okay? A kid died the other day from drugs, and nobody, including me, is doing anything about it. That's weird, guys. And then you two show up with 30 days left Causing trouble in my school. I am one more black gay kid getting punched in the face away from a nervous breakdown. Do I make myself clear? You guys cross my line again, and you walk into this office, I'm gonna expel you. You got me? All right, let's do this. Which one of you is Doug? Let's do that again and pretend you guys aren't weird. Which one of you is named Doug? No, dude, I'm Brad. Okay, good. So that means your name is Doug, son. Yeah, I'm Doug. Great. Here are your class schedules. You're funny, I wouldn't have taken you for the brainy type. I wouldn't. But you as a drama geek, far less surprising. Thank you. <laughs> Dude, I don't know what movie that is, but <laughs> I haven't laughed so hard in <laughs> seven or eight you, minutes. I need to let you borrow that. Uh, what is it? 21 Jump Street. No shit. Yes. Okay. Jonah Hill was one of the writers on that as well. I thought it sounded like Jonah Hill, but it's Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum. Yeah. This is the first time I realized, holy shit, Channing Tatum is funny and a, not a bad actor. Compared to other things that you've been in before that. <laughs> I was gay before you hit me. <laughs> Actually, it seems like it'd be more homophobic if if, I uh, if you hadn't he hadn't hit you. No. That's good shit. What's funny is it, it plays on the whole remake thing and makes fun of the fact that they were doing a remake. The sequel called 22 Jump Street is even just as hilarious because 
they know they're not making any more after these two films. One's in high school. They do 22 Jump Street. They go to college. But then they play on the end credit sequence that is 23 Jump Street, 24 Jump Street, 25 Jump Street. It just oh, okay. plays on. Is Johnny Depp, does he do a cameo? He does in okay. the first one. Okay. Um, it's just every. What's funny is the awkwardness of these two guys who are just young enough to look like they could still pull off somebody in high school. Sure. And so everything that wasn't cool before is now suddenly cool. Jocks aren't cool. Nerds are. Being uh, concerned for the environment is now hip rather than gas-guzzling cars. The best part about the entire film is just seeing the main leads having to readapt to high school a second time. Right. And so uh, they're, they're, about ten, <clears throat> they're about 10 years behind me in age, most likely about five years behind you. But what makes the film work so well is that it, it, just, it just doesn't take itself seriously. It has fun with the fact that they know they're a remake and just roll with it. But the the hilarity is that in ten years' time, that due to their young looks, they just they're they suck as police officers, and because of it, it's a punishment assign reassignment that they get stuck in playing having to play undercover cops going to high school after a drug a ran. drug overdose. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my number one. That's high good. school movie. I've I, I never watched the series. I watched a little bit of it, but not a lot. I was. Shit, dude. That was one of the first shows on Fox. I think so. If not, it was in the... It was like 87. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I was... Too young? Six or yeah. seven. Yeah, I just wasn't... Don't care. Wasn't it? Yeah, I didn't get... Yeah. Didn't understand it. Didn't care. And never watched it. And I want to go back and rewatch it because I love going back and rewatching old weird 80s shows. But uh, yeah, I had no desire to see this because I didn't know the source material. So I didn't <laughs> know what it was. But it sounds funny. It you were like, laughing quite a bit. I was that laughing one. my ass off. <laughs> yeah, that's good shit. <clears throat> An added click uh, that you could add to my number one uh, would be vampires. I always forget that Stephen Root is in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the original movie. Ninety one, ninety two, ninety one, ninety two. So you picked Buffy the Vampire Slayer as your number one. Yeah, yeah, I love that movie. with Christy Swanson. Christy Swanson, Luke Perry, uh, Luke Perry. Uh, David Who, Arquette. Who's the main vampire? Rutger Hauer. Rutger Hauer. Uh, Pee Wee Herman's in it. That's right. He's the ah ah ah. She stabs him and he dies, but then he comes. His he's still dying after the credits end. Ah ah ah. It's a fun. I, I I'd like to go back and revisit that because I've seen the show. Sweet, I'll let you borrow it. I have it too. Okay. Um, because I know. I know. Uh, Joss Whedon and Buffy purists say that it got watered down by the studios and it's not. It got changed from what yeah. he wanted it to but be. But I had no fucking desire to watch the melodramatic bullshit show that he said was more close to what he wanted. It's not as melodramatic as you think, but it's it's a it's a taste. It's also, a preference. Hate, I hate Sarah Michelle Gellar. Okay. Christy Swanson is my Buffy. Okay. That's great. Congratulations. Do you want a medal now? Thank you. Yes, I do. What? <laughs> I don't... I don't have one. Well, then you shouldn't offer joking. one, Chief, if you don't have one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this would have been a very – I wish we had thought of it. Uh, well, we did a Michael uh, Michael J. Fox double feature, but this very easily could have paired with Teen Wolf as a high school slash monster movie. Okay. Kind of fun twist on the thing. I can uh, see that. High school isn't – it doesn't really – This Buffy doesn't really – explore the suckiness of high school it does a little bit like the dances and stuff but it's not there's not a serious tone to it it's just it's a fun hey what if <laughs> a hot popular high school vacuous tart was also humanity's only hope against <laughs> vampires and saving the universe i don't thing. like vampires mr kata <laughs> yeah i've i man i've been watching this movie since i was like 11 and i loved it Always have. It moves a little fast, honestly. Or maybe I was just drunk the last time I watched it. I was... Listener's I was, choice. You decide. I was definitely drunk <laughs> last time I watched it. Uh, but uh, I fell asleep, woke back up, it was the end. I, I fell asleep, it. Mr. Cotter, and then I woke up and it was like, whoa, right I was dead. I don't even know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I tried, to, I tried to pick some that weren't what you would think. You and, did. And that was I, good. But Stephen Root is great in this. Stephen Root is great in anything. What does he play in this again? Like a counselor, like a guidance okay. counselor. Because wow, Buffy's having, Buffy's having like, well, she's just coming into her own. She's maturing instead of just being a vacuous 
cheerleader type. Right. She starts to like uh, beat the shit out of boys that try to grab her ass and things like that, uh, which she should do, and uh, kind of stops taking shit, you know. And they take her to the guidance counselor, and he thinks she's on drugs, and he talks about <laughs> taking acid at Woodstock, and he can see the music. And my friend, oh, he, oh, he turned into a toaster, and that, <laughs> that scared me. <laughs> anyway, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, Hillary Swank is in that. That's right. I do that. I do remember that. Is she one of just the students? Yeah, Valley Girl type. Speaking of Hillary Swank, I almost thought about doing Karate Kid. Not the next Karate Kid, but Karate Kid is one of mine. Almost considered Karate Kid. Oh, for high school? Yeah, for high Are school. Are they in school? In Karate Kid? Enough. You know who is in that? Elizabeth Shue. Yeah. Man, I love Elizabeth. Oh, sweet Christ, gang. Okay, uh, that's a terrible segue into us departing yeah and wait for next week school's out for summer you guys and now we're there's gonna do college segue. movies Whoa, all right bro rocking yeah we're not gonna do college movies no never i don't know what we're doing next week i don't either um but i'll bet we have fun and i hope you have fun um hearing it hope you had fun hearing this i hope uh you buy a t-shirt buy a sticker i hope you buy tickets to our live show <laughs> <laughs> yeah Mm. Yeah. Our mythic live show that will never happen. <laughs> of seven people. <laughs> I think it will be fun. Uh, Nathan, where can people find you on social media if they uh, want to follow your you, life? Instagram, uh, your movie, at your movie, dude. I am at Darth Holden on Instagram, where you can see pictures of my food, alcohol, guitars, and... Dogs. Dogs. Very much my dogs. Sometimes work. Mm-hmm. Uh, six pack double feature podcast. That is us mm-hmm. on the dot com. Also <laughs> on the Twitter. I can you make this confusing more? Uh, Maybe, sort of. Uh, do we have a MySpace? Do right. we do that? Uh, no, Friendster though. Friendster. We do have a Friendster page. <laughs> uh, dot uh, Facebook. <laughs> we you are can on find Facebook us at eataddick dot com. <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh, shit. Uh, Facebook and where else? Yeah, we're on Twitter. Whatever. You really? can find my us. Mo- you know my mom has Twitter? I, I called my mom yesterday just because I hadn't talked to my mom in a few weeks. And uh picked up the phone and said, hey, mom. I haven't talked to you in a few weeks. How's it going? Close. Close okay. to that, yeah. It's good. Uh, and I said, hey, what you doing? She said, I'm just, I'm just looking at my Twitter. And I was like, you have a fucking Twitter? She's like, yeah. Where do you think I get my political news? Okay. Love you, mom. I hope you guys love your moms. And your dads. And uh, tip your servers. But mostly, stay Stay off off the the moors. Six Pack Double Feature is a Clopec Media production. You can like and follow them on Facebook at Six Pack Double Feature Podcast and on Instagram at Six Pack Double Feature. They aren't on Twitter because Twitter is dumb.